intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome back to the Master Plan. And today we are doing a brand new segment called The Panic Button. It's going to be teams that are panicking and should panic in the NFL right now. We've got nine teams on the docket today. We got a couple winning teams. Couple? We've got one winning team. The rest are losing teams. Now, let me be clear. Not every losing team is going to be out. So like a team like the Giants you're not going to see. Because what this is, is it's about teams that are performing way worse or that I'm extremely concerned about going on in the future. The Giants are 0-3, but I didn't expect them to be good. Like I'm not expecting the Giants to be a great team. So I'm not, I'm not concerned about them. Um, the teams in this episode, you know, they're teams that I'm concerned about or they're teams that are playing way worse than they need to be, or than they should be. Um, we got nine teams today. And, um, you know, we're going to head into it. The majority of the teams are NFC teams. Two-thirds of the teams are NFC teams. Um, the other three are AFC teams. Uh, and you will be hearing a siren. Um, so just don't, don't be freaked out, all right? That's what that noise is going to be. The first team, we're going to start off in the AFC. We're going to start off with the Jets. And guess what I'm going to hit? Yeah, that's a siren right there. Jets look terrible, okay? They look really, 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 really bad, all right? Week one, they got beat by 10 by the Bills. They actually didn't look terrible in that game. Week two, they get beat by the JV team 49ers with with their whole team essentially getting injured. Um the Niners, you know, obviously their entire team got injured in that game pretty much. Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And they still beat him by 18 points. It wasn't even close. The Jets, you know, again, looked really, really bad. This past week, they got routed by the by the Colts. It was a bad day for the Jets fan base. Um, this was, I mean, Sam Darnold continues to make boneheaded decisions week after week after week. He threw up for 168, a touchdown and three picks. The Jets look horrendous. All right. Um, they look so bad. Uh, and, and this team should not be this bad. Um, and, and it comes out to coaching. I thought they were going to be better than this. This is bad folks. I mean, they're not getting, look, I didn't expect them to be good. But they're getting blown out in games. It's not even close. Um, they got the Broncos this week. If the Jets lose to the Broncos, if they the Jets lose to a backup quarterback for the Broncos, that's not good, man. I mean, it literally could be like Kyle Rippon or whatever his name is starting for the Broncos. Um, it's bad. Uh, I don't see a dub on the Jets. You know, I mean, they play they, they play the Broncos. After that, they got the Cardinals. They're going to lose that game. They got the Chargers. They'll lose that game. They got the Bills, then the Chiefs, and the Patriots. They're going to lose all three of those. 
play the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins, they got the Dolphins back-to-back weeks, actually. I think they'll lose both of those games. They play the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Browns, and the Patriots again. I think they lose all those. Um, this team is really, really bad. Uh, they got blown out. It was not even close against the Colts. Um, it is time to sound the siren. New York Jets are horrendous. It's, I think Adam Gase, I think he got I think he's out. He's he's not good. Not a good head coach. Uh okay, moving on. Now this one's more of a, a byproduct of injury. Um that'd be the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, I predicted to be much, much better. And they've just been, it's just a result of injuries, I think, for the most part. But it is concerning that this team cannot win. Um, but, you know, I think, I think you know, and the reason I put them on there is because they are on three. They've dealt with a lot of injuries, but, you know, it, it it's uh, it's not good. Um, you know, they lost badly to the Buccaneers. Um, they were competitive against the Steelers and competitive with the Titans. Um, but that's only because Steven Goskowski missed five kicks and Pitt- Pittsburgh always gets leaning at the end of games. Um, they got a tough schedule. You know, I think they can, they have a couple wins here, but I really don't know how many. Um, I, I really don't know. Um, I, the Broncos, you know, it's again, Cortland Sutton is out. Drew Locke is out right now. Von Miller is out. Um, no, again, it's it's definitely panic time. This team is not making the playoffs. Um, you know, their defense is getting burned, which, you know, is kind of a result of their offense, but their defense still should be playing a little bit better um, than that. So it's definitely warning time uh, in Denver. Um, but it's really not their fault. It's just kind of by virtue of injuries. But I'm still counting it because it's not good. The third team, the last of the AFC, um, this team, you know, this team is the best 0-3 team I think I have ever seen, but I am very, very concerned about them nonetheless, um, because they are 0-3. It's the, it's the Houston Texans. Um, <laughs> um look, the, the Texans lost, uh, they got beat badly week one. They got beat badly week two. It was closer against the Steelers, but the Steelers kind of ran away with it in week three. Um, I think they can bounce back. They got the Vikings. That'll be a, that'll be an interesting game. Um, I think they can beat the Jags, but that'll be a, again another interesting game. They got the Titans. I think they'll lose that. Packers. They'll lose that. They got a tough schedule. Um, tough couple games coming up, and I don't think they can win this. And and you know. I, why why I'm pressing the siren here is because this team should be good. On paper, I mean, this team should be good. You know, this team made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game, and, and then they made it to the divisional round. You know, this this should be another playoff contender this year for sure. Yeah, it's not. It's it's showing the incompetence of Bill O'Brien. I think it's he's he's so bad. Get him out. He's ruining Deshaun Watson. He's ruining the team. You see what DeAndre Hopkins is doing down in uh, down in Arizona. Get him out. He's terrible. I don't understand why why the Texans like Bill O'Brien. He's horrendous. Um, 
you know, this team is 0-3. Granted, they had three tough weeks, but I don't know if they can come back from this. I mean, they still got a lot of tough games. They play the Titans twice. They play the Packers, the Patriots. They play the Colts twice. Those are some tough games left on the schedule. They got to win at least 10 to make the playoffs. I'm, I think that's I think that's going to be the mark in the AFC. Got to win 10. Texans losing these first three does not bode well. Um, I'm worried. I'm pressing the panic button. It's it, it's it's worry time in Houston. All right. If they lose this week, you better be real, real concerned um, because it's getting it's getting dangerous. Um, yeah. Moving on to the NFC, we're gonna start off with the team that I just I absolutely hate for ruining everything that is good in on this earth. That would be the Atlanta Falcons. This team is so bad. It is unbelievable. Week one, I was like, that's a good loss. That's a solid loss against the Seahawks. It was competitive. Uh, well, it wasn't competitive, but the, you know, the Falcons often showed up. Defense isn't good, um, but that's just because Dan Quinn is very smart. Um, week two, they showed up in the first three quarters. I was like, damn, this is the Falcons team that I've been waiting to see. You know, up, you know, up by 20, up by 16. Then the Cowboys come back and win the game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The, 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 the Falcons will another choke again. Oh, it's just terrible. Um, they lose to the Cowboys 40 to 39 in a game that they never should have lost. Um, you know, obviously they missed that onside kick, but they just played terrible throughout the fourth quarter. They cannot run clock for, for reasons that are unknown to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know why this team is bad. This team should not be this bad. Um, they should be winning games that they're ahead of. Um, at least offensively, I feel like they're solid. And then they go into week three playing the bears and I pick them to win. They're up by 16 when the bears pull their quarterback. Mitch Trubisky, go to Nick Foles. He throws an interception. All you have to do is run some clock, and the game is over. But the hard luck Falcons come back again and lose the game 30-26. to Are you joking? That's terrible. I think it's Dan Quinn needs to be fired. I think you need to rebuild down, down Atlanta. This is terrible. There's such a losing culture. It's unbelievable. They play the Falcons, Fal uh, the Packers on Monday night. They're going to get killed. The Panthers, that's going to be a close game. They'll lose to the Vikings. They're going to lose to the Lions. Again, they play the Panthers again. Broncos, we'll see. They play the Saints twice, Raiders. I mean, they're going to lose a lot of these games. Like, it's time to blow it up. I mean, if you you cannot be a team in the NFL, hold double-digit leads, and still lose the game. All right, the Falcons are the first team to do it in a single season, in back-to-back -back weeks, nonetheless. So, so it is un—it is unbelievable to me that this team, you know, they got to fire Dan Quinn. Um, what happened to them at the end of last season, you know, I think just, I think it just, just exacerbates um, um, the fact that this year is going to be even worse. So the Falcons, it's time to blow it up. It's, I'm in full panic mode on the Falcons. This team cannot win. They're wasting Julio Jones' career, um, probably Calvin Ridley's. This team is terrible. 
it is over for the Falcons. I have zero confidence left. Um, it's terrible. I just I don't even know what to say. I I, I don't I don't even know what to say. Um, it, it's just it's just it's so bad. They're terrible. Moving on, I got another team. A team that needs to, I, I I I'm not. This is like a team I'm on the verge of the panic button, I guess. But I'm going to press it because I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the Cowboys, all right? In in football, winning divisions is great. It means you make the playoffs. Making the playoffs is great. Winning a playoff game is great. Winning a couple is incredible. You know, getting to the Super Bowl is, you know, or you're almost there and winning the Super Bowl. That's what you want to do. Win the Super Bowl. That's what the NFL is about. The Cowboys, once again, are not in a position to win the Super Bowl, even with an incredible team. Even with, and I will admit this, Dak Prescott has played two really good weeks. He has uh, he played a really, really well against the Seahawks. I think he played a really good game. And they still lose. Week one, they lose to the Rams. That's fine. Rams are a good team. They lost 2017, but I, they look really, really bad. That's week one. You know, they didn't have no pre, they didn't have any preseason, so that's fine. Week two, they won, but that was unacceptable. The Falcons are a terrible, terrible team. And to go down and be that far down, if you get that far down, there are plenty of, plenty of better teams than the Falcons in the NFL. If you get down 16, if you get down 10 against the Packers, Seahawks, Bucks, Saints, like you get any good team, any play, any Super Bowl contender, you're not coming back and winning that game. It was a d- disappointing showing from Dak in the first quarter. He played really, really well in the second. But again, the Falcons are not the same team that they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago when the Patriots came back and won. Not the same team. Then they play the Seahawks, they lose that game. Um, they, it was close, again, competitive, but Dak played well and they still lost that game. So what that tells me is Dak needs to play perfectly for the Cowboys to beat a Super Bowl contender team. This week, they go in and they play the Browns. This is a big game for the Cowboys. Because I do believe that the Browns can win this game. Um, I really don't like either of these teams, but I kind of like the Cowboys a lot less. uh, less. So I'm going to go for the Browns. I'm worried, man. I mean, the Cowboys can make the playoffs because this division is absolutely horrendous. I mean, you got all teams have losing records. Um, so they can win the division, but they I don't think they can win a Super Bowl as of now. And once again, the Cowboys show up and have nothing on the table. Uh, a trend that is, I think, becoming very, very um consistent with the team. Um, but I don't know what to say about the Cowboys. You know, I'm not I'm not fully panicking yet. But I'm getting close, all right? Moving on to the team that I am most panicked about in the NFL. The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to let this one go for a little while. Carson Wentz has had three multi-interception games this season. Week one, they're up 17 on the Washington football team, a team, by the way, that is one and two. Their only win is against the Eagles. The Eagles let up 27 straight points as Carson Wentz throws, I think, two interceptions against a team with no name. Okay, whatever, fluke. 
That's week one. Week two, they get absolutely trounced by the Rams. Rams are a good team, but the Eagles got absolutely beaten. They got their they got the they got their heads knocked off by the Rams. And Carson Wentz again throws multiple interceptions. Then they come in this week, and they're playing a a Bengals team that is not fair. It's a very young Bengals team. Got Joe Burrow at quarterback. Defense is weak. Terrible offensive line. Easy win on paper for the Eagles. Joe Burrow is good, but the Eagles got to win this game. If you're a contender in any sort of way, you have to win this game. And they tied. And it was an embarrassing tie because I don't know why Doug Peterson does not go for it in, in the fourth quarter. You're playing a win. You're not playing a tie. So, so I'm 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 concerned. I'm cons- I'm really really concerned about about the Eagles. I do not think Carson Wentz, and I've said it, and I'll say it again. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. I don't believe he is, and he is consistently showing it. This week against the Niners is a, it. This is the pinnacle. If the Eagles cannot beat a second hand a a JV. 49ers team, it, it, I think it's time to move on from Doug Peterson at a minimum. I do not trust Carson Wentz. I think he's, I think he's overrated as hell, and I do not – I think this team's got a tough schedule coming up. They play the 49ers, then they play, they, then they play the Steelers and the Ravens back-to-back weeks. They go and play the Giants, then they play the Cowboys, then they play the Giants again, then they play the Browns, and then get the Seahawks, and then the Packers, and then the Saints – We'll get to the Saints in a minute. But they have some tough games on this schedule this season, and they do not look good so far. Um, Our offensive line is worse, but I think it really comes down to Carson Wentz just not being the same player he was, and, you know, he's just not as good as he was. Um, It's bad. The Eagles look terrible this season. Um, It's unacceptable for a team that, you know, know, has, has, has any sort of talent that, you know, is actually, you know, is supposed to be good to be looking this bad this far into the season. And it's panic time in Philadelphia, folks. Oh, boy. This team, this next team, it's a tough one in my heart. It's a tough one. Vikings, man. This is a tough, tough, tough one. I'm not fully panicking, but I had to include it. This Vikings team... This first off, this defense has given up 43, 28, and 31 in three weeks of the season. And Mike Zimmer is a defensive head coach. That is unacceptable. Now, week two, Kirk Cousins had a horrendous week. Week three, he actually played pretty well. That second interception, I'm not even going to count it in the stat line because it doesn't even count in my eyes. He only had one. The Vikings were up and they should have won that game. I'm worried because this week they play the Texans. If they do not win, they're 0-4. And then they play the Seahawks. And then they got the Packers. And they got some tough games on the schedule. I don't know if they can turn it around. I don't think the Vikings are a bad team. I think they played a lot better against the Titans. Titans are a good team. I think I'm picking the Vikings to beat the Texans this week. Underdog pick. I really do believe, though. The Vikings need to play better on defense, and that will be the key to their success. 
right? They need to call the right place for Kirk Cousins, put him in a position to succeed, put Dalvin Cook in a position to ex- succeed, right? And they will win the game. Um, uh, I think Vikings probably might be the second, they're definitely the second best 0-3 team. But I'm not fully panicking yet, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous because the Vikings, they need to win this week. I think if they beat the Texans, I think there's hope for them. Um, you know, they play the Seahawks the week after. Vikings are always competitive against the Seahawks. So I think if they get some steam against the Texans, I wouldn't say that they have no chance. But they got to win. This is a must-win week. The Vikings lose this week, season is over. There's no way they're coming back from this 0% chance in my mind. If they're able to beat the Texans... I think that things will look up for them. But I think it's going to be a very, very interesting week. And pay attention to the Vikings-Texans game. That's a big game for those two teams. The second to last team, the New Orleans Saints. Might be saying, Michael, they put up 30 against the Packers. They're fine. They're fine. They beat the Buccaneers week one. No, they're not fine. The Saints have proven that they are utterly and completely inept without Michael Thomas. Besides Alvin Kamara, that t- Drew Brees cannot throw to anybody. He does not he cannot throw the ball downfield. And the issue is, and here's the issue, I don't want people to mince my words. I don't want people to misunderstand me. So I'm going to be absolutely 100% clear and verbose about what I'm going to say. I have no problem. Hear me. No problem with an offense that methodically moves the ball downfield, dinking and dunking, and and handing the ball up. I have no problem with that. However, that is the only method that the Saints can win games. The only method that the Saints can win games. The Saints can only win games when Drew Brees is throwing the ball short passes. He is throwing an average of 4.2 yards per attempt. As worst in the NFL. Drew Brees is not where he was, and and he is completely and utterly reliant on Alvin Kamara. If the Packers had a better defense and were able to tackle Alvin Kamara worth a damn, that game would not have been close. That game was all Alvin Kamara, and I will say to this, the defense of the Saints is not good, all right? The Buccaneers, in a terrible week one, put up 23. The Raiders put up 34. The Packers put up 37. They go into the Lions, I think... The Lions will win this game this week against the Saints. I do. Because the Saints have no defense. And the Lions have Matthew Stafford, who is a capable quarterback, right? Drew, okay, let me let me explain something. Aaron Rodgers beat the Saints with Alan Lazard and Aaron Jones, okay? Alan Lazard, the... the these receivers are nobodies. I don't want to hear anything from, from, from anybody. These receivers are ter- terrible. Alizard literally had a break. He, he had so many steps on the Saints defender and so couldn't score. The Packers have no offense outside of Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. And obviously Devontae Adams, so he wasn't playing last night. Alan Zard, Marcus Olenskanning, Jay Sternberger, Tony, I know all of them. They are horrendous. Don't even bring them up. It is all Aaron Rodgers right now. I want, I want to make that verbosely clear. And Aaron Rodgers beat the Saints by himself and with a little help from Aaron Jones. Unbelievable. 
The Saints, I'm worried about. Because without Michael Thomas, they're, they're nobody. They're too predictable. It's going to be short passes all the time because Drew Brees does not have the same arm talent. He, I don't think he has the same men, – I think his mental game is definitely degraded. So I'm concerned big time about the Saints. Buccaneers are the better team. And the Saints, again, not, no, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl this year. They're not going not not to get close. Maybe a playoff team. I don't know. They don't look good. They got the Lions. And they got a relatively easy schedule, by the way. I mean, outside the Packers, they play, you know, they played the Lions, the Chargers, the Panthers, the Bears. They play the Bucks, tough team. Play the Niners. We'll see, you know, who's back. Then play the Falcons, the Broncos, the Falcons, the Eagles, the Chiefs. So that's gonna be a tough game. The Vikings, the Panthers. They don't have a tough schedule. But they they're gonna lose some of these games. Mark my words. The final team that I am going to be pressing. The, well, the siren, more like panic button, is the Chicago Bears. You might be saying, Michael, they're 3-0. All right, they're not that many teams that are 3-0 in the NFL. The Bears happen to be one of them, and they're 3-0. You might be saying, that is completely and utterly unfair. How can you say that the Bears, it's time to panic? Because look at who they beat. Look at how they beat them, and look at what has happened, what has transpired between now and then. Okay? Week one, they come back and beat the Lions. Week two, they barely beat the 0-3 Giants. Week three, week three, they come back with a backup quarterback and beat the Falcons. Nick Foles is now the quarterback, and they are going to play the Colts. This is panic time in Chicago. I don't think Nick Foles is a long-term solution. I don't think that they are. I don't think this is a solution. It is time to panic because you have now realized that Mitch Trubisky sucks. He is terrible. And you picked him and then you sat on him for all these years. It is panic time because Nick Foles is not a long-term answer. Maybe this year, maybe this year, you're going to be fine. Maybe this year you'll win some games. Maybe you'll make the playoffs. Future. Look at the future, people. If the Bears make the playoffs, they're not getting a high draft pick. That means they're not picking a quarterback. Are they sticking with Nick Foles? Guys, you've seen what Nick happens to Nick Foles when he says for more than when he when he when he's a starting quarterback for a team for one season. He barely played for the Jags last season. And when he did, he was not very good. Nick Foles is a great situational quarterback. This is a situation. Within a couple weeks, when teams figure him out, I think they won't be good against the Colts or the Bucks. And by the time they get to the Panthers, maybe they'll beat the Panthers. But again, Sean McVay's Rams, they're not going to beat the Sean McVay Rams. I'm sorry. The Bears are not good. It is time to panic because this team, they lost Tariq Cohen. Their defense certainly, you know, I mean, they held the Giants to 13, but they gave up 20 to, and 23 to the Falcons and Lions. And those two teams have mediocre offenses, especially given that the Lions offense was in week one. The Colts and the Bucks have serious offenses, folks. Serious offenses. I've been critical of Phillip Rivers, but they've been putting up points. Colts have a serious offense. 
you know, and, and the Bucks got an even more serious one. That's a Thursday night game against Brady. You're not winning that game. Hate to break it to you. It is time to panic because Nick Foles is now your quarterback. And within a few weeks, Nick Foles is going to be the, 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 the start, like the full-on start. And that is never a good sign for Nick Foles to be the starter for multitudes of time because he is a good situational quarterback. I can't believe I'm saying an 0 a 3-0 team needs to start panicking. But your quarterback, who you started the year off with, is no longer there. And he's been benched. He's not injured like Jimmy G. He has been benched. So it is time to panic in Chicago. Because I don't think Nick Foles, even if you win, you're not going to win a playoff game. Because the Packers are a better team than you. So that means you're playing a wild card game. And you're not winning a wild card game. It's time to panic. I hope you enjoyed this new segment here today. Um, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think this is a new one. I think this is fun. We'll come back in a few weeks. We'll reevaluate my opinion, see which teams are are through for the season and which teams kind of you know you know eked out my panic. I think at least probably around one or two teams will probably avert this panic button, but I think the vast majority will. I, I you know thank you everyone for listening. It was another really fun episode. Um, and week four starts tomorrow. So let's see what's got let's see what's gonna happen. Terrible Thursday night game, but that's okay. We'll move forward. Thank you everyone for listening. And you have been listening to the Master Plan. Have a great day.